This is the newest episode of the Double Dribbling Podcast with me, uh, Lennox Stewart, uh, at Knox Thoughts on Twitter, with my boy, the co-host, uh, Austin Roosh, at that sports guy 79 also on Twitter. <laughs> we're, we're back from our, our hiatus, our vacation time, our, our days off from uh, Thanksgiving, and uh, it is currently Monday, uh, the 30th. And um, this is going to be a big one. <laughs> crazy, it's crazy snowing. stuff. We're ready to go. <laughs> yeah, crazy stuff has happened. So many trades have happened that we haven't talked about. So many moves. Teams getting gutted and flushed with cash. Like, it's going crazy. So we've got um, a big old article we're going to read for you guys and uh, analyze. And then after that, we're going to talk about the Knicks. We'll get to that because that's something we both are a little confused by. Um, after that, we go top 10 dive, of course, with the Clippers. Um, and then the usual world-renowned uh, segments, that uh, If You're Stupid, Winter Bust, and Rumorville, where we're going to talk uh, a little bit of Houston and what's going down over there. You ready? Let's do this. Let's get it. Okay. So on the athletic, um, got a notification for this uh, article, which is very, very interesting. It's um, 2020 NBA offseason moves for all 30 teams. That includes drafts, trades, signings, and just basic news. So we're going to alphabetical order because because we we big ballers here. Um, <laughs> first we got the Hawks. <laughs> now the Hawks kind of kind of got a good draft going they signed a uh, six overall onika okongwu and um what do you what do you think of onika we, we're, we're not really draft people but i i think he's actually pretty good i think yeah it's almost someone because they still have capella mm-hmm. he's gonna be like the bench guy over so yeah. like for Capella or even Gallinari, because I know Aniqua is on the smaller side, mm-hmm. he's center, so he could play power forward and he could play center. So, but he is he is very versatile. I think uh, you could stretch that power forward uh, around. Even though they did sign big old Gallinari, um, so if he takes a back seat to fill that uh, fill that bench role, and uh, that would be interesting. Um, a couple signings that they had. Uh, obviously, Vince Carter uh, retired. That's an obvious one. But they signed. He did. Uh, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they signed Gallinari to a three-year contract, sixty-one point five million dollars, and um, his third year uh, includes a partial five million dollar guarantee, which is actually very good for him. That's that's a that's a pretty big bank he's rolling in. Um, I'm not really sure what he got with uh, OKC, but I think he's in a good situation. Uh, they also signed Rajon Rondo to a two-year, $15 million contract. That is big, big news. Not because Rajon Rondo's like a god, which he is come playoff time, but 
he um that takes away from the Lakers. That takes away from the core, and we'll talk about who they signed soon. But Rajon Rondo is um, kind of uh, probably like the backup, maybe shooting guard style, even though he's a big-time four general. We'll, we'll see where he goes. And then they signed They also Chris- signed Chris Dunn, too. So yes. another point guard. I don't know. I, I can't remember. I think he's on the younger side, too. So Yes. Chris Dunn is, uh, I'm pretty sure Chris Dunn's uh, a little young. Uh, not not uh, crazy, but he he's he's a little up there. Um, yeah, $9.77 million contract. Uh, second year includes a player option. Uh, very interesting. And then uh, they signed Solomon Hill. Uh, non-guaranteed minimum contract. Interesting. Woo. I have no idea what he's going to do there. But um, honestly, I would love a mini- minimum contract from the NBA. Oh, I love it. It's like, like five hundred thousand. <laughs> like my goodness, I'd love a minimum contract. Um, they signed Bogdan Bogdanovich to a four-year, seventy-two million dollar contract. That is huge because we we talked about this a long, long seven years ago in our last podcast episode. It was um the Kings are not necessarily devolving, but they are just letting people go that should not go. Like the Kings had a good core. And I asked you this before, but like, why were they so bad? <laughs> they had De'Aaron Fox. They had... Um, Bogdanovich, uh, Marvin Bagley. Yeah, look, they, were, they had good players and they had good young players, but they're all gone now. Well, except for Fox, obviously. Who He's going to probably leave in the next couple of years. He got banked, bro. He got a max contract. Oh, that's right. Five year, what was it, 198 or something? Crazy. Oh yeah, all those four players got extensions. Good for them though; they deserve it. It was all what was that 2017 draft guys? Uh, Basically, yeah, Donovan Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox, Jason mm-hmm. Tatum, and uh, Bam, Bam, Bam is a, it's like a max contract, but it's not. It's it's there though. So um, yeah, they signed Bogdan and uh, traded uh, Dwayne demon uh to detroit for tony snell and uh i'm a butcher's name cree uh thomas <laughs> they waived cree thomas right after that which is very interesting and then guaranteed uh brandon goodwin's contract now this is very interesting because the hawks sucked real bad they were just bad but they had good talent so now that now, they here we go <laughs> now that they have added pretty pretty decent uh players but they did get rid of jeff teague and trayvon graham but i think this is good i think this is really good i think for they kind of locked up the fifth and sixth seed though yeah like around that area around that these moves it, it's uh, interesting yeah, I, they added vets like that's that's a shocker they added gallinari they added rondo like, they're doing something cleveland needed to be doing for the yeah. past year they're not fishing for picks anymore like they are no longer bottom tier at all. They are they are middle of the pack and probably a little bit better because of that Bogdan trade. Like this this is a big time deal. The Hawks are going to be big time, and it's going to be scary because Trey Young's just getting better and better. Bogdan's just getting better and better. We've got Ronda who's solid and consistent, and then on top of that, you got Gallinari who's solid and consistent. Like it's just adding and adding and adding that it's it's going to be interesting to see the Hawks next year and. Um, I don't think a lot of people saw this coming. I don't think a lot of people saw the Hawks getting this this these quality players because I I, I don't see the Hawks as a big free agent zone, but I think a lot of people no. believed in their in their young core. Um yeah, interesting. Uh 
Next, we go to the best, uh, best East team, best team ever. Let's just say that uh, Boston Celtics. Now they they had a, a little weirdness going on with the draft. They had a, a couple picks here and there, but um, 14th overall, they drafted Aaron Naismith, um, four year, 16.5 million dollar contract. Uh, he called himself a what was it? He called himself a a sniper <laughs> in the post draft press conference so hopefully that's good uh peyton richard or i'm getting these two mixed up i think no i'm not but peyton richard a white guy from oregon uh went 26 overall um four year 10.5 million contract uh yeah and then a couple others you guys but... traded canter mm-hmm. and for desmond bain yeah i don't uh, know who that is desmond bain's it's probably good. better than canter <laughs> anything's better than cancer come on but yeah cancer's going back to portland very interesting um desmond bade's good he's not crazy good but he's good uh and writes to desmond bain to memphis in exchange for two future memphis second round picks um danny Ainge doing his um movery or uh whatever he's he's looking for the future very good uh finally traded vincent poirier who is just trash like gutter tier very very bad i don't even know who that is but exactly vincent just, poirier yeah. was not good so um yeah trade him to okc for projected picks because okc is just flooded with picks um guaranteed final year uh of power forward semi ojale's deal at 1.7 million dollars um and then also guaranteed final year of Daniel Tice deal at $5 million. Now this is interesting because Semi Oja is a spot up shooter who uh, didn't do too great last year. He was consistent, but he wasn't consistent. It was that kind of thing. So we'll see. Daniel Tice, obviously very good, very, uh, very good last year. Um, sadly, uh, big sad news for the Celtics. We lost Brad, Brad Wanamaker. He was a solid and sturdy player. Uh, he's he's now on to Golden State as a as a backup. But he, it, it's sad days when you lose Brad Wanamaker. Um, re-signed Tremont Waters, which is interesting, but also re-signed Taco Fall on uh, two-way contracts. Uh, big, big news. Uh, signed Tristan Thompson from Cleveland as a Yeah, you guys can have him. Hopefully as a backup. <laughs> I hope they don't start him because that would just be gross. Because Thompson ain't all that, and uh, yeah, I, was, I hate Thompson. So I was much. hoping for some uh, like growth and reliance on uh, our past uh, two-year players and rookies, but I guess that ain't happening. So um, I remember um, when the LeBron the second time he left, mm-hmm. when we lost all those people, LeBron Kyrie. Tristan Thompson said that Cleveland was the team to beat in the East. Bruh. Still. And that is just awful. He, mm, I think he'll be a good bench player for you guys, though. Hopefully and then he, he also bench. signed Jeff Teague. Yeah. From Atlanta. Backup point guard for you guys. It almost fills up the role for Brad Wanamaker. Hopefully, but... Uh, who knows? <laughs> We've got uh, uh, what's his name? Who gets injured all the time? Um, you rookie, uh, not not good because he's missing. Uh, Person I word, Grant Williams. Um, no point guard. Uh, or shooting guard. 
Carson Edwards was a point guard. I know Are Carson Edwards is that tiny short dude, but I'm who yes. has giant thighs. I'm t- I'm talking about um the other what was he shooting guard? Uh, anyway, his name's right on the tip of my tongue, but he gets injured all the time, and he got injured in the bubble just by like stepping three steps onto the court. He's like, ah, ah. so he he's down and he's missing start of the season. So I think that's why they made that move. Uh, but Jeff Teague was cheap, so that's pretty good. A venture minimum at two point six million dollars. Did you know the veteran minimum was two point six million dollars? What? <laughs> huh? A so, year? <laughs> that is interesting. That is crazy. I would take that in a heartbeat. My goodness. Wow. I wonder. Yeah, that is just insane. Bruh. No wonder Vince Carter stayed in the league. <laughs> yeah. No wonder he stayed for so long. That's some good money. Um. Anyway. Uh. Big, big news for the Celtics, um, aside from that weird Trist- Tristan Thompson move. But uh, Jason Tatum, Max Steele, obviously, that, we saw that coming from a mile away. That was a good move. Uh, I'm glad they didn't mess around with that and mess with them. But, um, yeah, bumps up to 195 uh, if he makes All-NBA, which will happen, or if he wins Defensive Player of the Year, which won't happen. Um, <laughs> but, yes, good, good stuff. Uh uh, sign the trade with Gordon Hayward. Um, more big news for two future round picks to Charlotte for a con- uh, conditional future second round pick. Uh, Celtics also receive a trade exception. It's it's that that's just moving parts right now. That's yeah. kind of up in the air, and it's still it's still working itself out right now. But on I think you to... guys just made safe plays, though. Yes, like he didn't want to do anything too stupid, make any big moves facts and i think uh we did it well we didn't go too crazy which was good we didn't go far left or far right but um yeah i think it was some solid moves uh lay down the knowledge for the brooklyn nets so they declined team option garrett temple which i bet he wasn't gonna play at all but Mm -hmm. you know they re-signed joe harris to a four-year 72 million dollar deal interesting uh, if he's so. worth that he could be i don't know maybe he's good but i he... know he's good but i remember he wasn't the most consistent exactly who wasn't like, have his on and off days they acquired landry shamit and the draft rights to reggie perry the 57th Ooh. overall pick Ooh. and for and wait from the clippers and bruce brown from the pistons Interesting. which i think those are more upgrading the bench Mm-hmm. more than Smart. anything because yeah <laughs> Kyrie and KD they can't play all 48 no. minutes they can carry no, the gonna... starting five but they can't carry like the whole team <laughs> that ain't gonna happen uh they got Luke Kennard from the Pistons oh I need to read this whole mess <laughs> he traded the draft rights to Sadiq Bay. The 19th overall pick in the first round of 2020 draft, guard Zin Musa. Zin Musa. <laughs> draft rights to guard Jalen Hands and Toronto's 2021 second round draft pick to Detroit. And the draft rights to guard forward Jay Scrub. Scrub. <laughs> what are these names? Jay Scrub. What a scrub. 
the 55th overall pick in the second round of the 2020 NBA draft to the Clippers. To complete the deal, the Pistons trade forward Luke Kennard center Justin Patton Portland's what is going on with this trade? It's it's a mess. My goodness. I'm trying you, to figure like out where if, everybody if, went. If you're going into 2026 in a trade <laughs> and you're not and you're not the Thunder, you got some mess going on. I don't even think they understand what's going on with this. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out did Luke Kennard go for the Clippers? Or just the just read it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, the viewer, the listeners anyways. will know. All right, where was I? To complete the deal, the Pistons traded forward Luke Kennard, center Justin Patton, Portland's 2023 second-round draft pick, and Detroit's second-round draft picks in 2024, 2025, and 2026 to the Clippers. And the Clippers dealt guard Ronnie McGregor and cash considerations to the Pistons. And I did not hear the Nets one time in that giant <laughs> paragraph <laughs> i don't even know what so i don't know how that relates to the nets but right on i i hear so, toronto yeah, we got Pistons, that. clippers like <laughs> right on um they also signed jeff green to the veteran minimum which we now know is 2.6 million or something like that big money uh well they for signed, us, re-signed tyler money. johnson the guy who's covered in tattoos Good for sure that's the guy. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't know. And also they signed Reggie Perry, the 57th overall pick. Ooh. And they hired Steve Nash, Mike D'Antoni, and I'm Uduko. And hired Amari Stademeyer. That's gonna be interesting. Just the so coaching. I think the coaching is the biggest move they've made. Mm-hmm. Also, it's gonna be interesting for a first-year coach with Kyrie and KD. Yeah. Two big, big egos. But I think uh, Steve Nash, like at first we were kind of hesitant to who was going to add around him. But now that he's added Mike D'Antoni, like I, I they are good because Mike D'Antoni has a good relationship with Steve Nash. Uh, Amari Sotomayor, it's like their relationship, they are locked in. So there's, I don't think there's going to be much, uh, much, uh, not resentment, but much uh, conflict in that organization like we thought there would be. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take the, the Hornets, uh, obviously. They drafted Lamelo. They also drafted uh, Vernon Carey with the 32nd overall pick. Uh, traded 2024 second rounder to the Pelicans for uh, number 42 uh, in this draft. Um, drafted uh, Nick Richards, uh, number 42 overall. Drafted Grant Riller, uh, 52 overall. Um, traded conditional future second round picks to Boston for Gordon Hayward and second uh, two second round picks. Uh, signed Hayward. <laughs> To a ridiculous four-year, $120 million contract. Oh, my God. $120 million so... for the man made of glass. <laughs> what? Huh? Like, do, do you see any reason in that? No. I think the Hornets are just a little, little special. Like, are they desperate? Is... Jordan just like okay, we gotta do something. They have like overabundance of point guards if Lamelo's gonna play point guard though. Yeah, they got scary because they have Devonte Graham, they have Terry Rozier, they got and now they have Lamelo. Three, four designated point guards, like not not shooting guards, but legit designated point guards. Like, what are you doing? And then like even if you move them around, you don't know how good they're gonna be because they're not specialized in other areas. They are. Sh- Strictly right. point guards. 
like dish the ball out or shoot a three or whatever. Like, I don't understand it. And then I was listening to something and they were talking about how this massive contract, like this ridiculous contract for Gordon Hayward was made to incentivize people to come to the Hornets, which I get in essence. (laughs) You have no money to pay them. I, I get it to a point because it makes it so that they'll be like, oh, I can get money in with the Hornets, which is good, but it's also not good because you just wasted $120 million on Hayward. Like, huh? And Hayward dropped, like, mm-hmm. I get it. Hayward, as a fourth option, almost dropped 20 points a game. That is very, very good. But see, if you get Utah uh-huh. Gordon Hayward, that's a really good deal. But, yes, but I don't Boston think it's going to be that. Hayward, it's not going to be that. Just... When he came back in the bubble, it was not that. Like he averaged like what seven points, <laughs> two assists, something. Like it was not that great. Um, on top of that, they have uh, may have waived and stretched uh Nicholas Batum uh to be determined. Ooh, and then signed Bismack Biombo. Um, whoever that is, is Bismack. Um, waived uh, Nick Batum. Uh, interesting. Uh. I, I'll take the the Bulls because you know who we have up after the Bulls. Oh uh, yeah, number one seed. Oh my God. Um. So, the Bulls. Obviously, they fired their head coach Jim Boylan, which is a very very good move for them. They uh, hired uh, coach Billy Donovan from the the Thunder to a four year, uh, twenty four million dollar contract, and uh, I think that's a good move. Billy Donovan's experienced. He's good. Um. He's, he's had some weird ebb and flows with his teams, so I don't think we've really seen his full potential yet. So him with this young core is going to be very, very good. Um, they drafted Patrick Williams at number four overall, who is pretty, pretty good. Um, not really sure how he'll mesh with the team, but we'll see. Um, drafted Marko Simovic, Sim, Simovic <laughs> number 44 overall. Signed Devon Dotson to a two-way contract. Interesting. We signed uh, Denzel Valentine on the one-year qualifying offer. Then also signed Grant uh, Garrett Temple to a one-year $5 million contract, which is pretty, pretty smart move. Um, nothing crazy really happening with them. They signed uh, Noah, Noah Valet um, to a one-year deal and then also signed uh, Zach Norville to a one-year deal. So not, not a whole lot going on with players, but I don't think they really need to make a whole lot of moves with players. It was more of the coaching that really needed to change and then the draft to go well for them, which I think it did. Uh, on to your boys. The Cavs, number one overall. They're going to be the number one team in the league. But oh my we God. had Roman opted into his 28.8 million dollar player option big old money (laughs) we drafted wing isaac akuro at number five signed him to a rookie deal i don't know how much but still Mm -hmm. a lot that's gonna be good he's gonna be probably honestly he's probably just gonna start because the Cavs are stupid (laughs) but el mcgee which i don't know why yeah (laughs) It's worse than Tristan Thompson, but... Don't worry about it. (laughs) And a 2026 second-round pick from the Lakers in exchange for Jordan Bell and Alfonso McKinney. Ooh, got Jordan Bell. (laughs) No, we traded Jordan Bell. Ah! Alfonso McKinney for JaVale McGee. For (laughs) JaVale... I forgot you guys got JaVale McGee. (laughs) 
re-signed Deli Dova to a one-year veteran minimum. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we signed Damon Dotson to a two-year, $4 million deal. Why are we giving these guys, like, decent-sized contracts? <laughs> this is painful to look at. Oh, my goodness. We acquired a 2025 second-round pick from the Milwaukee for the removal of the protections on the 2022 first-round pick. It is now an unprotected first-round pick. So, agree to a two-way deal from Lamar Stevens, an unprotected wait, an undrafted forward from Penn State, and agree to an Exhibit Ten deal. What is that? I don't know. With former Michigan wing Charles Matthews. Ooh. And we, we have no names. Rajon Tucker in a 2027. Oh my god! Second round pick. <laughs> but the thing is, they're all second round picks. What in the? This, I know. I think this is the grossest offseason like stat sheet that I've seen in like every team. This this is disgusting. This this is gross. Like this is not only what you guys did many years before, but this is just bad. Like I had hope. I had little hope that you guys had a decent... We're going to be the worst team in the league. You guys had a decent good draft pick and that you guys would just not do anything. Like, if you guys just didn't do anything besides drafting, you guys would be better off. This is disgusting. I Oh, gross. Like, what is this? Look at a happier team like the Mavericks. Oh, my goodness. That's just gross. Okay, on to the Mavericks. They drafted uh, Josh Green at 18. Interesting. Uh, traded Seth Curry, which is also interesting because Seth Curry's pretty, pretty good. Uh, someone said he's one of the best shooters in the league. That's just false. That's that's dumb. I mean, he has the highest three-point percentage in almost every season. Yes, but... So it's not like... But also, him coming off like a bench role, does he actually get the amount of... Exactly. If he's up? not... like Since he's regulated to a certain amount of time, and then he's regulated to what he does in that time, I think we're going to see something different come out of him. I know he's very, very... In terms consistent, he takes shots that he can make, that kind of thing. But I don't think he's as good as people say he is because, like, if... Sure, he's making 45% sometimes, but it ain't like he's shooting 10 three-pointers a game. It's more like it, it's it's an ebb and a flow. So now that we're going to see him possibly in a bigger role, I think that makes it more interesting. Um, we'll talk about him later and where he went. But they drafted Tyrell Terry uh, at 31, and then drafted Tyler Bay at 36. Also signed Trey Burke to a three-year, $10 million contract, which is pretty interesting because Trey Burke um, has has some ways about him. Um, <laughs> Willie Conley uh, Stein opted out of a $2.3 million play option. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. opted into a $19 million uh, player option. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is uh, good and um, yeah. got, got pretty uh, good in the bubble. Uh, signed Willie... Cole Stein to a two-year, $8 million um, deal with the team option. So he, he got his money. He got his money back. He opted out, and they're like, we, we won't keep you. So got his money with the team option. Uh, signed Wes 
uh, Iwundu to a two-year deal at a at the veterans minimum, which is bank to a normal person. Um, signed JJ uh, Barea to oh a one-year deal at the veterans minimum. Um, they just stayed put, kind of. They stayed like, put, they and just... then they made moves that like don't really make a a huge impact besides that Seth Curry. Um, like nothing, nothing crazy happened. That's that's all. Trey Burke, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Stuff like that, but uh, with their with their drafts, it nothing really crazy happened. Uh, you take the Nuggets. All right, so they drafted Zeke. Not, I'm not saying that. I Najee. don't know how to. Najee signed Marcus Howard to a two way contract. Signed Facundo Campazo Campazo to <laughs> two year deal. They signed Jamichael Green to a two-year $15 million deal. Ooh, Jamichael Green getting paid. They signed Paul Millsap to a one-year $10 million deal. Oh, wow. Signed Isaiah Hartenstein to a two-year deal with a player option on the second year. Signed Greg Whittington. Whittington. Yeah, Whittington. Whittington. Whittington to a two-year, two-way contract. Drafted R.J. Hampton with the 24th overall pick after the pick was traded to Denver from Milwaukee as trade. That helped land Drew Holiday on the Bucks. Mm-hmm. And they converted Bobo's two-way contract into a two-year $4.2 million contract. The Nuggets did good this offseason. Like, that looks pretty pretty decent it's not great but them drafting they got RJ, rj hampton it sounds like and rj that, i think he's probably one of the most underrated players in the draft facts i was just about to say that he is severely underrated we're gonna see him do really well next year they got rj they uh gave paul Millsap some good money uh paul Millsap's good like reliable consistent great in the bubble um and of course they gave bull bull uh an actual contract not some two-way stuff so he's going to be a, a big player for them at cheap um cheap as in 4.2 million dollars <laughs> let's get that right jermichael green i think that was a good move like they they did some solid moves that weren't outstanding but it's it's stuff they need to do stuff they did well um i'm gonna take the pistons uh they traded bruce have brown <laughs> what have fun it's long <laughs> yeah the the pistons did a lot um so they traded Bruce Brown to Brooklyn for a designer, designer Musa in 2021 second round pick. Um, traded Christian Wood and a heavily projected future first round pick to Houston for Trevor Reza in 16th pick in the 2020 NBA draft. A whole lot going on there. Traded Luke Kennard for future uh, second round picks and Justin Patton to the Clippers for. Uh, number 19 pick in the 2020 draft um and then rodney uh, mcgruger and jalen hands as you can see doing a lot with the draft they are making a lot of moves with the draft trade cash and future drafts considerations to utah for tony bradley and number 38 pick in the 2020 nba draft then they drafted killing hayes good signing um good drafting actually Drafted Isaiah Stewart, uh, Sadiq Bay, who I think is a little underrated, and then drafted uh, Saben Lee and uh, traded Tony Snell and uh, Cree Thomas 
to Atlanta for uh, Dwayne Demon. Demon. Deadman. Uh, traded Tony Bradley to Philadelphia for Zyra Smith. Um, good move. Uh, Wave Deadman. Uh, Wave Smith. <sighs> traded Trevor Reese to OKC and received Dellen Wright from Dallas. Okay. Signed Jaheel Okofor to a two-year veteran minimum deal. Uh, signed Jack Johnson to a two-year two-year deal. Signed Mason Plumley to a three-year twenty-five million deal. Good. Signed Jeremy Grant to a three-year sixty million dollar deal. Jeremy Grant is going to be good, like real good. I'm surprised that um, Nuggets didn't try to hold on to him more. Uh, but they gave him bank and. Uh, Detroit uh, signed Wayne Ellington to a one-year veteran veteran minimum deal. A whole lot of weird names, a whole lot of moves, a whole lot of waves, drafts. I'm so confused. It, so they trade players away, then they waver the players they get. Yeah. Like they traded, they got Deadman and Smith, and then they waved them both. I think they got to a point where they were like, oh, crap, we have too much going on. <laughs> And then they have to wave these people because they're signing actually good people like later on. I Deadman and Smith are like, oh yeah, we get team. Oh shit. Oh my god. I, I it's just I stuff was going weird there. Like it went from okay, and then it went to what? And then it went to oh that's good. <laughs> so like the whole middle of this paragraph is just kind of gross and confusing. And then it gets down to, oh, they signed Jeremy Grant to a three-year, $60 million deal. Oh, they signed Mason Plumlee to a three-year, $25 million deal. You're like, oh, it ended well. But it, in the middle of it was kind of just gross. Uh, on to you for the Warriors, who uh, had a pretty interesting uh, thing. So they drafted James Wiseman with the second overall pick. I think he was probably the best player in the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, they drafted point guard Nico Mannion. 40th overall, and I've tentatively agreed to slot him into one of their two-way spots. And drafted wing Justinian Jessup, 51 of first overall, and we'll stash him in Australia for at least one season. Ooh. They acquired wing Kelly Oubre into their $17.2 million trade exception. Traded a top 20 protected 2021 first round pick and Denver's 2021 second round pick to OKC in exchange. If their first rounder is protected, they'll send Minnesota's 2021 second round. They signed Brad Wanamaker to a one-year $2.25 <laughs> million deal. Brad, why did you leave us? <laughs> they Using up a chunk of their taxpayer mid-level. They signed wing Kent Bazemore to a one-year veteran, veteran minimum deal. They signed Axel Tupain. Wait. Yeah, <laughs> two pain, two pack, ti, and Dwayne Sutton to exhibit ten training camp deals, giving them a chance to compete for a roster spot. I'm and they also lost. They lost Clay Thompson for the year with a torn Achilles, and they'll give granted a disabled player exception worth nine point three million dollars due to the season-ending loss of Clay Thompson. Crazy, crazy stuff. Hearing that Clay Thompson news was just crazy. Like, wow, getting kicked out for another season. Like, 
full, not not even debatable, not even debatable yeah, to come back for the playoffs. Just he's out. That's crazy. Okay. Exhibit 10 deals are one-year contracts for the league minimum salary. The deal comes with an optional bonus of up to $50,000 if the player doesn't make it in uh, make it in camp but is assigned to a, a team's G League affiliate. So it's kind of like a two-way deal, but it's, it's a little okay. iffy on that. So, um, yeah, pretty, pretty interesting. They, I think they did pretty well. What do you think? I think it's one of those, like, okay, they got Uber, which is a wing off the bench that they could have used. Mm-hmm. Now that – oh, not off the bench. He's going to start now that Clay. Oh, yeah, he's starting. So, I think it's more of the thing that it's the help Curry move, help him not yeah. have to do everything. Yeah. Like, because now they have Curry, Ubre, Wiggins, Draymond, and James Wiseman. Draymond. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's. I think they did good. I think they did good for what they had. Losing Clay was a big, big hit to them. But all in all, I think they're in a pretty decent spot. There. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're not going to go and do what they did last season. So, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they're good. Now, have fun with the Rockets. Now, the Rockets. <sighs> the draft rights to K.J. Martin was acquired by the Houston Rockets from the Sacramento Kings an exchange for a, a 2021 second round pick um, Los Angeles Lakers own and cash. Now Christian Wood and a conditional 2021 first round pick Detroit own and a 2021 second round pick LA own were acquired by the Houston Rockets from the Detroit Pistons in exchange for Trevor Reza, the draft rights to Isaiah Stewart, the second and uh, a 2027 second round pick Houston own and cash whole lot going on there. A whole lot of uh, weirdness with mm. just people owning picks in different ways and then getting cash for them. Weird. So um, Christian Wood signed a multi-year contract with the Detroit Pistons as part of a, as part of an eventual sign and trade to the Houston Rockets. Um, Robert Covington and a TPE were acquired by the Portland Trailblazers from Houston Rockets in exchange for Trevor Ariza, the draft rights to Isaiah Stewart second and a conditional 2021 first round pick. That's interesting because Robert Covington moving around like that. Robert Covington's pretty, pretty decent. He's a good role player, a good bench Mm -hmm. player. Um, They re-signed Bruno uh, Boclo. I don't know his last yeah. name. Uh, signed Sterling Brown. Signed Mason Jones to a two-way contract. Signed Jason Tate. Um, made a successful waiver claim for the contract of Kenny Wooten. Uh, Damar Carroll became a free agent. Uh, Tyson Chandler became a free agent. Mitchell Fraser uh, became a free agent. Michael. Michael, yeah. Oof. Uh <laughs> Jeff Jeff Green became a free agent. William Howard became a free agent. Austin Rivers became a free agent. Fabo Savalosha, uh, just butchered his name, became a free agent. Uh, the Rockets did not do too great. They lost a lot. And I... No news on... It's almost uh, like they, they're trying to go into rebuilding mode, but they still want to win. Yeah. I, they have Harden and Westbrook. It's like weird. I don't understand it. All right, time for the Pacers. 
They fired Nate McMillan. They hired Nate Bjorken as the head coach. Did not make a qualifying offer on Elise Johnson. Drafted Cassius Stanley at number 54. Resigned Justin Holiday to three-year $18 million contract via non-bird rights. Resigned Jakar Sampson for a one-year $1.9 million deal. Signed Amita Brahma to an Exhibit 10 contract. Traded TJ Leaf and their 2027 second-round pick to OKC for Jalen Lick. Kellen Martin signed two-year deal. Resigned Brian Bowen to uh, the second to a two-way contract. Hmm. So they didn't do anything at all. Besides really. hiring Nate Bjorken, they did not do a single thing. And that, I think, you. is going to cause them to fall in the East. Yeah. A little bit. Resigning Justin so. Holiday uh, was good. But that's like... A, like boring like bro what is going on like, we want action we want stuff going down um well now that we get action we get to go to the clippers fun clippers and lakers so what we have is they traded landry shamit and rodney mcgruger for luke kennard and justin Patton. 2023 portland trailblazers second round pick and 2024 and 25 26 Pistons second round picks. So they got some picks. Um, they traded 2020. They also got Luke Kennard, yes. which is he's going to be good and a starter. And he's going to help fill almost, I don't know, the Clippers are going to be weird. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. no, wait. They have Paul George. He's not going to be a starter. Still. <laughs> traded 2023 uh, second round pick uh, to New York for number 33 pick to uh, draft. Danielle Oturu uh, drafted Reggie Perry at uh, 57, traded him to Brooklyn for 55. Jay Scrub, uh, Scrub, re-signed Patrick Peterson to one-year $3 million deal, then re-signed Marcus Morris Sr. to four-year $64 million deal. He's the brother who got paid, and then the other one is literally on the minimum. And then their big move, their only big move, was signing Sergi Baca to two years, $19 million deal as they lost Montrez Harrell. Um, they still have Lou. They still have... I think have... they just added some players so then they could kind of compete with the Lakers, but at this point, yeah, it's just... Yeah, they still... We'll they go st- through the Lakers next, but, like, <laughs> I don't know. They still have... They still have Lou Williams. They still pandemic have Beverly. P. They still have Pandemic P. They still have Kawhi Leonard. And then they got Ibaka. So that's a decent starting five. Nothing crazy. I don't think they're championship quality at all. But, uh, yeah, nothing crazy. Um, Kawhi did not get his point guard that he wanted. He did not get a solid, good starting point guard. Nope. And that was literally all they needed. Just keep their players and sign a point guard, which they did not do. Um, yeah, now let's go to the Lakers, the receiving end of the sadness of the Clippers. Yeah, so the Lakers traded Danny Green and Jalen Mc- Jaden McDaniels, who is the 28th pick for Dennis Schroeder. Ooh. Which is, he's, I think he's going to be on the bench unless they start Crusoe. They, wait. No, he's it's starting. Be him or Caruso starting. It's going to be Schroeder. Schroeder's got way more experience. And then they waved Quinn Cook, the guy they left at the stadium. Yeah, I was hoping. 
they literally forgot about him. Oh, and he did nothing. Uh, oh my god. Signed Wesley Matthews to a one-year $3.6 million contract. They signed Montrez Harrell to a two-year $19 million contract. Big with the player option in the SND year using the mid-level exception. So he that's another bench player. Mm-hmm. Unless Anthony Davis doesn't resign, which I think he's going to. He's going to. They re-signed guard Contavious Codwell Pope to a three-year, $39 million <laughs> contract. Why did they give him $39 million? Bruh. They, they re-signed Ford center Markeith Morris to a veteran minimum of contract at $2.3 million. Bruh, the twin brother getting duped. He's not good, though. He's not anywhere. Hey, they traded JaVale McGee in a 2026 second round. <laughs> To the calf, and they got Jordan Bell and Alfonso McKinney. Y'all lost Jordan Bell. He done messed up. They signed Mark Gasol to a tier five point two million dollar contract, and then they waived Jordan Bell. Nobody wants Jordan signed... Bell, apparently. <laughs> they signed Costas Antetokounmpo. As signed his two-way contract. They did some good stuff. They did some bad stuff, but they did a lot of good stuff. Marcus Soul getting that two-year, five-point-two million-dollar contract was very smart. Um, like not not so, making. As a Cavs fan, knowing that okay, LeBron's time is running up. How much are people on it? They're doing the thing the Cavs should have done. They're yes. getting players, so then they don't go through suffering. <laughs> and wanting LeBron to come back because they're going to be decent for years to come by signing Schroeder and Montrezl Harrell. And now Contavious Caldwell Pope, even though that's not the best, now you know it's still a big contract. A playoff team. Like Anthony yeah, Davis. It's still going to be good. Anthony Davis. If you look at the Cavs, we're complete trash. <laughs> he left our league team in ruins. <laughs> he did not care what y'all ended up like. Oh my goodness! Like, yeah, like three years from now, it's gonna be eighty. Um, Montrezl Harrell, uh, Dennis Schroeder, KCP. Uh, like, that's good. That is solid. Like, bruh. And then Marcus he's gonna be gone. Um, yeah, they they are kind of building for the future. And then they got Caruso, the goat. Like, they they are ready. Um. Yeah, I think the Lakers did far, far better than the Clippers this offseason. Yeah. They really just stole. Lakers, I think, had the best offseason. Yeah, they just stole Montrez Harrell like, from them. <laughs> There's a, take. They put up a billboard in L.A. that says that's Montrez Harrell's face, and then it says uh, F the Clippers because <laughs> he's going to the Lakers. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, they signed some big people that are going to be very, very good for them. Um, I'm glad they got rid of JaVel McGee. That, that's good stuff. Get him out of there. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't get rid of, uh, what's his name? Jared Dudley. <laughs> he's the one I thought it would go real soon. Um, I know. J.R. Smith, he's not there though anymore. He's just somewhere. Yeah, they're all just like wandering around. He's probably going to go back to Cleveland. <laughs> they're just wandering around L.A. right now. Um, 
Memphis Grizzlies in a three-team trade, the Grizzlies traded their own 2025 second round pick, um, neither the Rockets, Mavericks, or Heat's 2023 second round pick to the Celtics and received the number 30 pick from the Celtics, Mario Hezonja from the Trailblazers. That's loaded. That's a whole bunch of moving around. The Memphis Grizzlies are kind of known since from last season kind of moving stuff around mid-season so they're they're gonna be doing more stuff drafted desmond bain at the 30 pick um traded the 40 pick on the, and their own 2021 second round pick to the kings for the number 35 pick and in turn they got xavier uh toman and then re-signed de'anthony melton uh, on a four-year, $34.6 million contract with a partially guaranteed final season using early bird rights. That's pretty big. Um, yeah. Declined a team option on Jonte Porter, then re-signed him on a three-year, uh, $6 million contract with a non-guaranteed third season and partially guaranteed second season using the non-taxpayer mid-level exception. Uh, resigned John... Uh, Contra uh, on a four-year $9 million contract with a non-guaranteed fourth season and partially guaranteed third season using the non-taxpayer mid-level exception. Mid-level exception. The Grizzlies did not do much. Yeah, they just stayed put. And I mean, that's what they just needed to do because all really they're worried about right now is player development. Yeah, and it's smart. All those young players and it's working. Mm-hmm. Not worried about it. Uh, you took the heat. All right. They drafted Precious Achua at number 20. They resigned Goran Dragic on a two-year $37.4 million Good. contract with a second-year team option. They resigned Myers Leonard on a two-year $20 million contract with the second-year option. <laughs> I don't know. Resigned Udonis Haslam. I feel like has been there forever. Yep. Which on he a has. one year, $2.6 million contract. They signed Avery Bradley on a two year, $11.6 million contract. They signed Marquise Harkless on a one year, $3.6 million contract. And they agreed to an extension with Bama DeBio for five years and $163 million with incentives that can push it to $195 million. Max. Good. They maxed him out. And yes. uh, we know Jimmy Avery Bradley, I think, also adds to that defensive yeah. heat culture. Mm-hmm. That, that heat. So I think they did the right moves. And they could still pick up Oladipo because yes. we don't know what the Pacers are going to do with them. Well, Oladipo came out and said that he, he uh, all these rumors were fake and that he loves the city of uh indiana not city i smell cap bro that's what he said (laughs) those are his words so i think he squashed all them rumors which is sad or or indiana is like hey we're gonna pay you big time so shut up (laughs) yeah that might be it too but you never know um hold on the milwaukee bucks they Okay, I'll start you off. They acquired Drew Holiday in the 60th overall pick from the Pelicans in a four-team trade that sent away Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, the number 24 pick, and 25-27 first-round picks, as well as potential 24-26 first-round draft swaps. They also acquired 
number 45 pick in the 2020 NBA draft for two future second round picks. They selected Jordan Nowara forward from Louisville with number 45 picks in the 2020 NBA draft. They selected Sam Merrill guard from Utah State with number 60th pick in the 2020 draft. They re-signed Pat Connington to a three-year $16 million deal. They signed DJ Augustine, three-year $21 million contract. Signed Bobby Portis to a biannual exception. Um, okay. Uh, they signed Brian Forbes to a two-year minimum. Signed Tory Craig to a one-year minimum. And Nick Stockis, Justin Penn, Trayvon Graham camp deals uh the bucks did good stuff like actually except for um, they lost bogdanovich in that trade yes that was weird because they i think uh that was because of the um tampering correct yeah Uh, yes i think so if they would have gotten bogdan that that would be crazy good because them getting drew holiday they did get rid of george hill who's not necessarily that great um and eric bud so which they need to get rid of so them getting Drew was a solid, good, good thing that they need to be done. Um, Sam Merrill, I like him just because he has my middle name. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, re-signed Pat Connington. Uh, that was good. Uh, signed DJ Augustine, which was good. Signed Bobby Portis too. Uh, like they, they, they made some good moves. I think they did what they needed to do to keep Giannis happy, and that that's like right. the only thing they need to do. But um, yeah, I, I think they made some good moves. Uh, the Timberwolves. I'll, I'll do the Timberwolves. Uh, signed Juanco Hernan Gomez on a three-year, twenty-one million dollar deal, including a team option for third year. Uh, signed Malik Beasley on a four-year, sixty million dollar deal, uh, including team option for the fourth year. Malik Beasley got paid. Like, wow. Um, traded Jacob Evans, uh, Amari Spelbin, and future second-round pick to New York for Ed Davis. Traded uh, number 17 and James Johnson to OKC for Ricky Rubio, number 25, and number 28. Uh, that's interesting. Um, traded number 25 and number 33 for number 23, Leonardo Bomaro. Then drafted Jaden McDaniels at 28, and then drafted Anthony Edwards, obviously, at number one, and signed point guard uh, Ashton Haggins uh, to a two-way contract. They they made some moves and paid some people. Like, Yeah. They, they, they made some moves. I did not know they made some moves because they're the Timberwolves, and they normally don't. <laughs> <laughs> they usually just stay put. Uh, I don't. Here's the thing, though. I don't see them as a playoff team just yet, though. Yes. Like, I think they're close. Like, I know it's going to be D'Lo, Anthony Edwards, and now Cat. And mm-hmm. well, not now Cat, but Cat. But I don't know that mm, they could potentially be a playoff team. Yeah. Oh, the Pelicans. <laughs> so. The sea they, of Pelicans weirdness. So here we go. They re-signed Brandon Ingram to a five-year, $158 million contract. They signed Steven Adams to a two-year, $35 million contract extension. 
They signed Wenyan Gabriel to a tier minimum contract. They signed Wayne Herman Gomez and Sundarius Thornwell to a one-year minimum contract. Parted ways with Frank Jackson, Etwan Moore, Derek Favors, and Jaheel Okafor. And acquired Steven Adams from OKC for a 2023 first-round pick. And a 2023 second-round pick, a 2024 second-round pick, George Hill, Kendrick Williams, Josh Gray, Darius Miller, and Zylan Chien. Did they give up all that for just Steven Adams? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow, they dropped all that just for Steven Adams. Steven yeah, Adams is great. Steven Adams is, is a great person. He's well, all a that? pretty good player, but they dropped, what was that? One, two, three, three picks. George Hill, Kendrick Williams, Josh Gray, Darius Miller, Zylan Cheetaman, all for one guy. Wow. Okay. Wow. So. They traded the 24th pick to Denver in exchange for a 2023 first-round pick. That 24th pick was R.J. Hampton, so they could have had R.J. Hampton. Yes. They traded Drew Holiday and the 60th pick, Sam Merrill, to Milwaukee in exchange for Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, the number 24th pick, unprotected first-round picks in 2025 and 2027, as well as first-round pick swap rates in 2024 and 2026. Hmm. They traded the number 42 pick, Nick Richards, to Charlotte in exchange for a 2024 second-round pick. Traded the number 39 pick, Elijah Hughes, to Utah in exchange for a 2022 second-round pick. Signed Najee Marshall to a two-way contract. Signed Will Magne to a two-way contract. Drafted Kira Lewis with the number 13th pick. Hired assistant coaches. Bob Bayer, Casey Hill, and Rex Walters signed head coach Stan Van Gundy to a multi-year contract. Oh my gosh. Ooh, the a lot of unnecessary moves. Yes. Like a lot going on. Huge but, paragraphs here. Uh, <laughs> big stuff moving around. Um, losing Drew Holiday, but getting Steven Adams and re-signing Brandon Ingram to that Mac contract. Uh, it was like a good and bad. Uh, they, uh, along with signing um, Sam Van Gundy, uh, I think they're I think they're going to be good off. I'm I'm still not sure about that playoff lunge because I, mm, I feel others are going to come and take that away from them. But I I, I think that they did pretty good. Um, them doing all that for Stephen Stephen Adams, what? <laughs> yeah, I, it's... I get it and I don't like Stephen Adams is good, but is he worth? three picks and all those players. I don't know about that. Uh, but yeah, good for them. They did good. They still have Zion. Uh, Zion. Like, I guess they're just banking on Zion. Um, Ingram. I'm, I'm glad Ingram got that uh, max. He deserved it. He really, really deserved it. Also being most improved player. Like I, I'm glad they, they didn't throw anything Zion, uh, Lonzo's way. Cause I don't think Lonzo deserves it yet. He needs to prove he's a yes. starting point guard. Lonzo needs to to go up another level. And people are like, oh, he went up. He did good last year. Yes, sure. he did, but he didn't make the jump. Like exactly. the, or He hit the line. Now he needs to jump it. Exactly. Brandon Ingram made that leap. Like not just like a jump over the line. He just excelled. So 
Lonzo needs to do that in a way to where it's like, I know that's not necessarily realistic for where he's at right now, but he can like make that leap being that second overall pick. And I'd consider the Pelicans a good team. Yes. If Lonzo, if Lonzo makes that leap, they are a good team. (laughs) And, uh, Wait, drafted Dayton forward Obi Toppin. Oh, wait, I'm looking at the Knicks right now. Oh, good segue. Um, on to the Knicks. Uh, signed Alec Burks to a one-year, $6 million deal. Agreed to terms with uh, Nerlens Noel to a one-year, $5 million deal. Agreed to terms with Alfred Payton for a one-year, $5 million deal. Agreed to terms with Austin Rivers for a three-year $10 million deal, agreed to terms with Theo Pinson and a two, a two-way contract, then drafted Obi Toppin, eighth overall, traded 27 and 38 to Utah for number 23. And in number 23, they traded to Minnesota for number 25. <laughs> Whole lot going on. And number 33. So they drafted Emmanuel quickly. And at 33, they traded to the Clippers via Minnesota for a 2023 Pistons second round pick then traded cash to Utah for Ed Davis and two future second round picks and then traded Ed Davis to Minnesota to, for Jacob Evans, Omari Spellman and a future second round pick. So what I see here is the Knicks doing the Knicks with a whole lot of messed up draft mess, but also doing good in the draft. And then on top of that, getting the Austin Rivers three-year uh, $10 million deal. That was that was good. That's like, like the Knicks are slowly coming up. They're also, slowly not being they're horrible. Like, just, yeah. They're not a playoff team, no. But no. Them, them getting Obi Toppin. They're going to be better than the Cavs. Yes. <laughs> they did not. The Cavs offseason. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I <laughs> <laughs> Like, if the Knicks do better than you in the offseason, you know you did something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Now on to OKC. Oh, my goodness. But, yes, I'm getting This thing is so long. <laughs> this list. Okay. So. Oh, my goodness. Traded Jalen. <laughs> I just this. looked at OKC's mess. Okay. First of all, before you start this, they got picks. Upon picks, yeah. upon picks, upon picks, upon picks. And they did not keep anybody around. <laughs> like, whenever they got yeah. someone, they just let them go for picks. And more picks. And more picks. So, so you guys can try to stick with me. But if you don't get <laughs> and you know, you're probably as confused as us. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the article is on The Athletic, so. <laughs> Shout out. Get that sponsor. <laughs> Anyways. They traded Jalen Lick to the Indiana for TJ Leaf and a future second-round pick. They traded Kelly Oubre Jr. to Golden State for a 2021 first-round pick, top 20 protected. Conveys to two 2021 second-round pick and a 2021 second-round pick via Denver. Creates a $14.4 million trade exception for AOKC. (laughs) More picks. Traded Steven Adams for, to New Orleans for a 2023 second first round pick via Denver top 14 protected, a 2023 second round pick, a 2024 second round pick, George Hill, Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry the about it. Just keep on going. So stupid. 
Kenrich Williams, Josh Gray, Darius Miller, and Zion Cheatham. And creates a 27.5 million trade exception for OKC. They trade James Johnson to Det- via Detroit to Dallas for Justin Jackson and Trevor Ariza. They traded Ricky Rubio, two first round, 2020 first round picks, number 25, Emmanuel Quickly, number 28 via Lakers, Jaden McDaniels to Minnesota for number 17th overall, Alice Pokusevski. A 2024 second round pick and James Johnson. Trade a 2021 second round pick and cash considerations to Boston for Vincent Poirier. Drafted and <laughs> traded Cassius Winston, number 53rd overall to Washington for Vit Krejic, number 37 overall, and Admiral Schofield. Traded Danny Green and Terrence Ferguson to Philadelphia for Al Horford, 2025 first round pick. Top six protected conveys to top four protected in 2026 and 2027. Conveys to a second. What is this mess? Oh my goodness. I'm trying to understand this. Top six protected. Conveys to a top four protected in 2026 and 2027. Conveys to a sec 2027 second round pick. <laughs> this is a mess. <laughs> like they literally overloaded on picks. Like you're go- they went to 2027. 2027. And it's not even first round. Like I think they have up to 20 first round picks. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, they don't have a good all right. They traded Dennis Schroeder to the Los Angeles Lakers for Danny Green and a 2020 first round pick. They traded Chris Paul and Abdel Nader to Phoenix for Kelly Oubre Jr., Ricky Rubio, Ty Jerome, Jalen LeCou, and 2022 first round pick. Who they got top rid of for protected picks. Conveys to top 10 protected in 2023, conveys to top eight protected in 2024. Unvase to unprotected, unprotected in 2025. Oh my goodness. Mike Muscala exercised his $2.28 million player option for 2020 to 2021. Exercises Hamidou Diallo's $1.6 million team option for 2021-2022. Agree to exhibit 10 contracts with free agents Josh Hall and Omar Yurt Steven. Declined Devontae Burton's $1.66 million option for 2020 and 2021. Signed head coach Mark Dagnault to a multi-year contract signed free agent Frank Jackson. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Like, they got so much and then just dumped it all for picks. I get they're in rebuilding mode, but like, why'd you make us read through that? <laughs> really? <laughs> that was painful. Oh my goodness. Like, they had they Ricky got, they got something. Oh, it's gone. Oh, they got like, something. Oh, yeah, they got Kelly Oubre Jr. They got Ricky Rubio. They got Grant Hill. Oh, they Horford's got... probably going to be gone soon. Oh my goodness. Like, what in the world? Where where do you see the the Thunder next season? Uh, they're probably gonna be bad, but the, then there's also like they're gonna be good for years to come. Yeah, 
because if they don't do anything good with all these picks, like, you know, someone's getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I think they have like, I'm pretty sure it's 20 first round picks. Oh in my the goodness. Next seven years. Just ridiculous. Like, overloaded. Like, I get rebuilding, but they went all in to re, like, they did it right. They did it right. Like, it, it hurts how good they did it because, like, going all in is what you need to do, but no team goes all in. <laughs> so them just getting good players back and then just dumping them for picks up to 2027, oh, my goodness. They are playing the long game if I've ever seen it. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to be good at all, but we will One see. One team Cleveland could potentially beat, but probably not. Uh, no, but um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, we've got left the Magic, the Suns, the 76ers, the Blazers, the Kings, the Spurs, the Raptors, the Jazz, the Wizards. We are going to skip some of them. <laughs> now, this includes like the Magic. Like, what did they do? They signed Coy Anthony. Good. Nothing else. <laughs> like Cole Anthony is good. We know that he's probably gonna replace Markel Fultz. Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. That's that's all they did. Any other other than that? Bye. Other than that, two-way contracts, two-way contracts. Hey, they got bacon. Oh, okay. Phoenix Suns. <laughs> now, the Phoenix Suns, as we know from we talking about all these other from talking about the Thunder, you know what happened to the Suns. They so, got Chris Paul. The Suns got Chris Paul. And that's it. <laughs> and they signed Jay Crowder too, and Dario Saric. They waved and signed. They moved around some. They are looking good. They are looking good and decent. I see two years from now they'll be they'll be a good team. Not necessarily this upcoming year, but give them time. Now, 76ers. We know about 76ers. We talked about 76ers. Aside from what we've talked about, they haven't done much besides two-way contracts. They got Dwight Howard. I yeah, don't know why, but, but they like, got Dwight Howard. I don't understand that. Um, that doesn't help them at all. Uh, they they got Danny Green. Um, they got shooters. <laughs> they, and that's about it. We know about the coaching situation. And then besides that, it's just one year and two-way contracts. That's all there is. So, yeah. And then obviously their picks. They didn't do too bad in the draft. They didn't do too great. Um, they didn't have great picks anyway. Uh, onto the Blazers, they traded Trevor Ariza. Um, they got signed Cantor Derek Jones Jr. The... Derek Jones Jr. is getting better and better. Uh, his shot's still not really good. Rodney Hood. Yes. So they got some good players. They're like, um, they they just stay put, and then went and stretched a little bit. Yeah. And they got Robert Covington, which we know from the Ariza trade. Uh, sign resign mellow, uh, obviously, and that's that's basically it. Onto the Kings. not Lamelo, Carmelo. Yeah, the mellow. <laughs> yeah, it's not the new. Uh, <laughs> sign the Kings. Uh, they got Whiteside, and they dumped basically players that are, they're starting to dump players that are good. Yeah, so. uh, they really just let let them go. The Kings had good players. I don't know. I still don't understand why they weren't good. They had good players. Okay. Like uh, starting to be in their prime, good players. They they maxed out um, Fox, 
that. And that's about it. Um, Spurs, Spurs didn't do anything. Yeah, Spurs not interesting. Uh, they drafted well, and that's it. Uh, Raptors. The Raptors uh, obviously signed Nick Nurse. Um, very good coach. I hate that he's a good. They got coach. Van Vliet and Aaron Baines. Those are yes. the teams I recognize. Interesting. Uh, Chris Boucher. Um, and that's that's about it. They kept their core as much as they could, but they did lose Ibaka and Marcus and Marcus Gasol. But so, they do have young players. People don't realize that they do have young players um, <laughs> there and that are pretty good. And uh, Anobi uh, is good, and he's kind of just coming into his prime right now. Um, the Jazz. Oh, my Mike gosh. Conley, they actually did a lot. Yeah. Mike Conley. Well, it kind of went under the radar because it's nothing too crazy. Mike Conley opted out. And are a small market team, yeah. but Yes. Mike Conley opted into his final year of his contract. Um Acquired rights. What for Mike Conley? Thirty-four million. Oh yeah, yeah. Paid. Um, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't do much to help out Donovan Mitchell though. Like they maxed out Donovan, and then they didn't really add much around him to be like, okay, we can go deep. We can beat the Nuggets. Like I think that's their goal, and I don't think they did much to do that. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, Jordan Clarkson, I know, is good, and Derek Favors is decent, mm-hmm. but like, but that's it. Like, you didn't add anybody. Like, they he needs a second bit, he needs a second right. player who's just like he that almost good. like he's like the Jamal Murray, but better. But he needs like a Jokic, exactly. Like and Rudy, center, ain't, like, Rudy ain't Jokic, <laughs> like, Rudy is very, very good defensively, but offensively, he struggles. Like, him seeing him go up against. Jochik was not pretty, <laughs> no. not pretty at all. Um, yeah, I, I don't see them beating. I, I'm about to buy a Mitchell jersey though because Mitchell is good and I prefer him over uh Murray, even though they have super similar play styles. Because Murray seems mm-hmm. a little, a little douchey, uh, a little, a little baby <laughs> douche. Um, but yes, uh, on to the Wizards. Uh, we they finally found out where, huh? They got Robin Lopez. We finally found out where Robin went because everybody cares about that. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, and they made Bradley Beal and John Wall's depression keep going further and further <laughs> as they don't get traded away. <laughs> just, oh my goodness. I saw, I, I saw this tweet that was um, Wizards fans like every day. And it was uh, all the pictures that are of... Um, Bradley Beal just laying on the floor, like stretched out in the middle of games on the floor, just all depressed. Um, and he liked that, anyway. which I thought was hilarious. Uh, yeah, Bradley Beal liked that tweet. Um, but yes, they got Robin Lopez. They drafted Danny Vija, who is good. And uh, that's about it. The Wizards are still going to be trash and forever will be trash until they do something like the Knicks and actually make some decent moves actually get a player that will help out. <laughs> like if, if yeah. your best player or second best player in terms of John wall being injured, it's Bradley Beal being their best player drops 50 back to back and loses both games. <laughs> you got to make some huge moves off season. Like they didn't do anything 
and they they are like they're gonna lose Bradley Beal easily when his when he gets the ability to like he's gonna dip. He's gonna dip so fast. <laughs> John Wall is gonna leave so fast. Like I they are just dumb. Dumb, dumb moves. Uh, okay. Well, that is the end of the list, finally, for the 30 teams that made moves. It was a whole bunch of mess. Um, after the thunder, it was painful. The thunder was the most. After the thunder, though. it just went down. <laughs> <laughs> Even both for the thunder with the calves. Oh my goodness! Oh, just utterly disgusting. Like, okay, well, we we saw some good. We saw we saw some bad. Um, after seeing the calves, I've lost hope in the season. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready for next. After seeing their off, I thought they if they just did nothing, and they just like paid some people and did nothing, they'd be good. Because all they had to do was rely on development, but they didn't do that. Oh, gross. Gross, gross, gross. Um, yeah. Okay, on to what, we're, what we are planning on talking about for the rest of the episode is top 10 dive. And before the top 10 dive, I just remembered, we've got the Knicks. Now, we discussed what they did offseason. We discussed what... Uh, what the feel is around them, but with Austin Rivers getting this big role, what what do you see going on? See, the Knicks are, yeah, they're not going to be good, but also you said that they do have $70 million. Yes. Waiting, just sitting there. Yep, just, just like that's a possibility. But there is some big names going in free agency potentially next year, like Kawhi, Harden, mm-hmm. um, Giannis. Uh, there's Bradley Beal is going in free agency next year, I think. Yeah, if they can snatch, like, with with um, Austin Rivers going there, I think it kind of isn't just the Knicks suck and there, nobody wants to go to the Knicks. I think Austin Rivers going there, although Austin Rivers is not huge, he's not big time, but him going right. to the Knicks shows that, like, a base good player is willing to go to the Knicks and build up from there. So mm-hmm. I think that helps them a ton. And I think that's very important for them in the next few seasons. If they continue to like, if they just make a decent off season go for the next few seasons, they'll be good. Like this time they still did what they do, but they also tiny bit spice it up a little bit. And that's just all they need to do. Like, just don't worry about it and don't make dumb decisions. And they didn't don't be the Cavs. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I see the Knicks in the few years, not necessarily now, but in a few years, really making something of themselves. And with the development that they have with Mitchell Robinson, with uh, RJ, with Austin Rivers still being good and probably being that that kind of motivator for the rest of the team, if if he can do that. I see them being good. Like, whoa, <laughs> that's a first. Um, on to our uh, top ten dive. Uh, let's, let's go to the Clippers. We we both know a whole bunch about the Clippers. The Clippers losing their Montrezl Harrell, who was uh, six man of the year, very good. I think he shouldn't have won it, but he did. He did make some good quality cases to win it. Um, yeah, what, right. what do you see about the Clippers? They did take a big hit on their bench. 
with mm-hmm. yeah, they lost to Montrezl Harrell. They did lose Landry Chamet, but they did gain Luke Kennard. Yeah. Which is, I don't know if he's worth both of them, but. Yeah. So, and they also, if you remember, they'll OKC took all of their picks for <laughs> Pandemic Pete. Uh-huh. So, I don't, the Clippers right now are in a winter bust because there's no way you can rebuild with yeah. losing picks all the way up to 2025, 2026. So basically, if they this could be a winter bus season, depending on Kawhi accepts his player option. If he declines it, he probably will decline it, depending on how the season goes. Oh yeah, but I, this is a winter bus season. It, it's, it's almost so like Milwaukee, is. and it's it's weird because the Clippers with their play style, uh, losing, like they still have a quote unquote deep bench, even though it's really not that deep because every, everybody thinks Patrick Beverly is like, whoa, all that, even though all he does is play defense. Um, mm-hmm. Like they, they still have Lou Williams. They got Ibaka, which is very, very good. And um, like bring some hope. Start over Zubaj. Oh, for sure. But he, he yeah. should. Um, Ibaka being able to shoot kind of spaces the floor a little bit. Um, even though, um, like, I think they needed, uh, what's his name, Zubac, or whatever his name is, to yeah. go to that backup role because him in the starting role didn't really look right to me. It didn't seem like he had that ability to hold down right. that starting role. So him going to the bench and then Ibaka taking his place and um, with Paul George getting in the right mindset, apparently, um, <laughs> I see them as being a good regular season team like they were yeah. last year. If Paul George actually plays to the potential that he's supposed to be at, mm-hmm. yes, it's a good team. They can compete with the Lakers. They could potentially beat the Lakers. Probably not, though. Yeah. But, like, and they can make it past the second round. But they won't. Paul George, I don't think he's not he's going to – He's not that. He's never going to live up to the hype. And that's like, okay, he was really good in Indiana by himself. That's yes. it. <laughs> and then he had one good MVP season to the Thunder that gave him that all my, that much money. Yeah. I, so, like, I don't, I don't know. get it's it. Just I just don't understand what they're going to do come playoff time. Like, we all know that they're going to be good regular season. We all know that there's still going to be that battle in LA. But come playoff time, if they go up against the Nuggets I think they again, they only make it to the second round. Yeah, and then they get beat. Like if they go up against the Nuggets again, what are they gonna do? They they were up three one on the Nuggets, and they just blew it. And with coaching changes, I don't see them doing much else. Like maybe maybe right. it was the coaching, maybe it was, but I really don't think it's the coaching issue. Like they still haven't hired a head coach, have they? No, wait, Tyron Lue. It was Ty yeah. Lue. Yes, yes. Oh no. Yeah. That's I that's I probably more painful. But I think you know. I feel like me and you are the only people who don't like Ty Lue in the entire organization, including media and all this stuff. Everybody's like, ooh, Ty Lue's a good Yes, I know he was in Cleveland with LeBron in that mess. But here's the thing LeBron that you don't need a coach if you yeah. have LeBron James on your team. Because he's a player coach. I don't get it. Like it's uh, the Clippers aren't going to go anywhere, and it's just painful to see them get their hopes up. 
<laughs> I see <laughs> so you these... make it to the second round. And yeah, second round at best. I think it's still a winner bust for them because, like you said, they got nowhere else to go but down after the next two seasons. Um, mm-hmm. they they lost some good young people. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> Second round is their peak, and that's a problem. Um, like, do you think they can beat the Mavs? Fully healthy Mavs? No. I didn't think last season they could no. beat the Mavs. Fully no, healthy. they got, the Mavs gave them a run for their money with one-legged Luca. <laughs> no Porzingis and one-legged Luca. Luca magic. Like what? Yeah, I, that's so convoluted and messy that they them not picking up a point guard really hurt their chances like big time. They, I think they went after Drew. I think they they looked after they looked for Rondo, and it just, none of it worked out, and they just messed up, real mm-hmm. bad on that. And like then if, they they just gave up. I'm like, I don't understand it. Do you think they they if they would have gotten a point guard and um, with with losing Montrezl Harrell, if they would have gotten like Rondo, what do you think they would have gotten? I mean. It's almost one of those things where I can't. I don't think they'd get any better. Yeah, like they would like maybe be get out of the second round, but then the Lakers would just beat them. Oh yeah, they just based off totally. pure skill. Yeah, and they're just bigger. Like, <laughs> like because okay, you have to worry about who's going to guard LeBron, and then also you have to guard worry about who's going to guard Anthony Davis. Yeah. like Then you have to worry about who's going to guard Schroeder. You have to worry about who's going to draw guard Harrell. Uh, they got no one. Like, I think they lost a lot on defense. Like, Ibaka, sure. But besides that, their power forward position, Paul George. They is lost not- Gallinari. Oh, wait, that was the trade. No, they lost Harrell and Landry Shamit and... Yep other players but like they they lost their defense besides Kawhi. like they got ibaka they got Kawhi, but who and patrick beverly sure but who else is defensive oriented or at least is a two-way player paul george is not necessarily a two-way player not now he was he's good lou williams not a two-way player um like paul george has had so many big shots been hit on him yeah like (laughs) tatum (laughs) dropping him last season Oh my God! Lillard hit a big shot on him. Luca hit the big shot. Ja on him. hit a shot on him. Like, bruh, I don't understand. Everybody is just shooting on Paul George for big, big shots, and it's hilarious. Um, oh my God, yeah. I the Clippers are a sad, sad organization right now, and people have said that they've always been, but with Lob City, that was good. And besides that, I. It was fun to watch. But yes. Then other than that. But we're seeing now that the Clippers are like Kawhi going to Clippers was a horrible decision for Kawhi. <laughs> like we. He should have chose. If Lakers. he would have stayed, if he would have chose the Lakers, that would have been crazy. But if he would have just stayed in Toronto, they'd be good. They would have. Oh my gosh. They like, would have. It would have probably been Raptors Lakers. Like <laughs> that. That that would have been easy easy so yeah i i don't know why he did that and i don't know why he picked paul george of all people i've never been high on paul george in terms of him living up to this hype him calling himself playoff p like come on i i I just don't get it um 
aside from the top 10 dive, uh, now that we have the full offseason focus, what do you think is the if you're stupid uh, moment of the entire offseason? So, the whole Cavs. Just the Cavs? Lose. Yes. Yes. The whole Cavs. I think personally we should just fire a GM because he's made so many bad <laughs> decisions. It's repeated stupidity. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, okay, I give him Isaac Akuro. That's a good thing. And then it just went all downhill. Yeah. <laughs> we got JaVale McGee. We don't want him. No. Why couldn't we just stay put? What is he, two-time champ, three-time champ? <laughs> JaVale McGee. <laughs> that championship experience right there. Oh, I yes, he'll be a backup to Andre Drummond. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's a mess. Yeah. My pick. Colin Sexton's got to leave in a couple years. <laughs> it's once that third year coming up, he, he's he's getting out of Dodge. He's gonna opt out. Oh my goodness, that's gonna be hilarious. It's gonna be interesting where he'll go. But um, yeah, my my pick would be Houston not getting rid of um Westbrook by now. I think that's very very big for them because they lost a ton and they can't just be hanging on for dear life to their top two players, because that's just going to make them worse. If they went into rebuild mode around what uh, Harden again, I think that would be just better from where they are right now. Like much better from where they are right now. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that's my pick. Um, let me, let me check the other one. Uh, winner bust. Uh, we talked to Clippers today. We talked to the Knicks. Um, let me, let me throw. Um, uh, we did the Thunder before, but now let's let's do the th- uh, the Suns. The Suns now, as of them getting Chris Paul and all that stuff. I see them as a win because they're one of those teams who could beat the Clippers. They can beat. The, they won't beat the Nuggets or the the Lakers, but mm-hmm. they'll beat get out of the first round at least. Yeah, potentially for sure. depending on. From yeah, not making the playoffs, I could see that them, being a win. Yeah, to them going probably second round, maybe because of I think they'll be less less streaky and more consistent with Chris Paul there. Um, mm-hmm. They did get they did get rid of a a, a few good young players though. We got to remember that they got rid of Kelly Oubre. Yeah, like, but I don't think they're worried about that yet. No, no, I think they they will worry about it because they still have Aiton and Booker who are yes. still young. Yes. So. Uh, they got rid of Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, and some other people. Uh, but, yeah, I, I see them as a win too, just because of that big addition. That I see that as a total win. Huh. All right, I am going to throw the Hornets. Bruh, <laughs> the Hornets. Hornets. Okay, a win is making the playing game. Making the playing game, not necessarily the playoffs. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, it's interesting too with the East being all. Yeah. Weird. I'm a I'm gonna call a bust because I don't believe in um, Hayward uh, doing that. Like I I just don't see it happening. I don't think he he can carry a team to the playoffs and i know that he's not necessarily carrying the team because he has some good signees but them them getting too many point guards i don't see Lamelo doing much 
in terms of pushing them to the playoffs. No. I see him doing good. I don't see him doing like best out of everybody. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I see them as a bust. I don't see them as a playoff team. I don't see them as making the playing game, but but we'll see. Yeah, I call bust on that. Um, down on to Rumorville. Uh, and Rumorville's today is pretty much strictly Houston. And what is going to happen with Harden and Westbrook? I, I don't understand what is going to happen. And I don't know why nothing has happened yet. The latest I heard is that a potential Westbrook John Wall swap. <laughs> what? Yeah. Really? <laughs> really wow that's shocking that is that is big time westbrook john wall swap huh (laughs) i i that is crazy to me i don't know i have no idea how that's going to turn out i have no idea what's going on is i think is staying put they're not going to want to get rid of harden it's westbrook i think or he could go to the knicks but who would the knicks give up yeah, uh, I think if they if now that the draft's over and everything, I think the Rockets would want probably Obi, and then maybe uh, Austin Rivers for. I think that's who they'd go for. They just got rid of Austin Rivers. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what they'd want in return. R.J. Barrett potentially. Oh, R.J. Obi, and then it would have to be more. It would have to be much more picks. Yeah, but that's hard. I don't know what's... Yeah, it's rough. I don't know. It's um, pain. It's so confusing because it they're running out of time. And I was I was for sure that we weren't going to see a Harden and Westbrook team up again this upcoming season. I was just sure that that's not going to I think we might. Happen. We might, and it's not good for them. It's not good for them. It's not good for the team. It's not good for either player. No. And it's not a playoff shot at all. It's not a it's not a championship shot at all. So we'll see. <laughs> and um, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there. This has been the newest episode of the Double Dribbling Podcast. It was a loaded one uh, back from Thanksgiving break. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll come at you again, obviously. And we'll be back to our normal schedule soon. And the new season, preseason starts the 11th, I'm pretty sure. So uh, NBA starting back up soon. Good stuff. Only uh, two weeks. So, uh, yeah. Peace.